L.A.W. The Walking Dead Reviews brought to you by Hot Topic. Because you're right, vampires do exist. And you live in the suburbs, so you're probably one too, right? L.I.W. The Walking Dead and Fear the Walking Dead Review. Hello, citizens. Welcome to L.I.W. The Walking Dead Review. I almost said the American Dead Review. What does that mean? I'm your host, Phoenix West. Your only host, the only person on the show. That's it. Nobody else. A lot of shows have other people on our network, and this one doesn't. It's one of those ones where it doesn't. Um, Today's episode is going to be the Walking Dead comic, Chapter 16, A Larger World. It is in the tail end of Book 8. So, uh, there you go. And by book, I mean the hardcover book. Um, those black ones with the the character, that's a different color. And the book number on the side is a different color. You'll figure it out. Um, it's Book 8. Anyway, Chapter 16, A Larger World. And it's one of those titles where I, it actually really makes sense, and I like it. Because it's about finding, they find out that there's a lot more people um, living, pretty much. There's not a whole lot happen. Uh, excuse me, a lot happens, but my notes are small because it's a lot. Everything that does happen is stretched out longer in this one, so my notes are a lot less. Excuse me, I burped. I had a lot of coffee. Um, the, the group, um, they're out in a supply run. They actually find stuff, which is nice as a surprise. It seems like every time they go out, they don't ever find anything. And this time, they're actually like, we have, we can actually, you know, go home now. It's nice. Um, they show a little bit more of Sophia, who they haven't talked about in, I want to say, eight chapters. They No, they just joking, but they do fucking talk, they talk very, very little about her. And everything she said in the last four chapters has been, Mommy and Daddy, no, these are my mommy and daddy. What are you talking about? And Carl going, what the fuck's wrong with her? And then Rick being like, dude, just deal with her. You know, it's not a big deal. But in this one, she's like, her and Carl are coloring or something. She's like, it sucks it happened to your eye. Nothing bad ever happens to me. And she and Carl's like, dude, bitch, your fucking parents died. You know that, right? And she's like, yeah, I know. I just, I just like to pretend that um, Glenn and Maggie are my real parents because it makes me feel better. And he's like, all right, well, all right. You're like, oh, she's not really crazy. She's not a crazy person. That's good. Michonne and Abraham are on a run. They're walking around these cars. They fight off some zombies, some Zeds, and then they run into a man. A man who they introduced in the opening of this, or the last of the last chapter, I'm not really sure. But he's like watching him through binoculars. I think it was the very end of the last chapter. Maybe the big. I really can't remember. It doesn't matter. But he's looking through binoculars and he has a gun. You're like, oh no, bad news, people. Bad, bad news. But uh, they they meet this guy. They get into a fight with him and he's like, I just want to talk. I just want to talk. But he's very aggressive in the way he just wants to talk. Like they had every reason to kill him. But he disarmed them and he had a he grabs Michonne's sword and has it to uh, Abraham's throat. And um, yeah, it's not good. And he's like, go. Give me a leader. And Abraham's like, go get Rick. And um, Rick shows up, you know, and then he introduces himself as, he lets Abraham go and he introduces himself as Paul Monroe. But my friends call me Jesus. I assume it wasn't pronounced Jesus because he looks like Jesus. He doesn't look like a Jesus. He's a white dude. 
Jesus wasn't, but the you know, arbitrary of him. He's he's a he's a white dude, skinny, um, long hair, beard, scraggly beard. He looks like our paintings and statues of Jesus, even though Jesus probably like nothing like that, because he wasn't probably white. Anyway, he wants to trade. He wants to set up this trade thing. He's like, yeah, I don't really think you're the only people out here, right? The only survivors, which is what I'm talking about, the larger world. He's like, yeah, we got a community on a hilltop, and then there's all these other ones. There's like six of them or something like that. And yeah, we trade, and we'll trade you whatever you got, like food, ammo. We're, we're low on ammo. We got food. Let's do a trade. And um, they cut to Eugene. He wants to start making bullets, which he already mentioned. I don't know why they mentioned it twice. Wasn't really sure why they set that up again. Unnecessary, really. Anyway, they cut back to Jesus talking to them, and fucking Rick knocks him out, brings him back, and he's tied up. Carl starts to talk to him, and Rick rocks in, and he's like, oh, Jesus talking. And Carl, Jesus is like, that kid's scary. Because basically Carl goes, if he would have moved, he would have been a threat. I would have shot him. And he's like, he's, he's kidding, right? But no, Carl's a fucking psychopath. Carl would have shot anybody. I believe if Carl thought he was the problem, he might shoot himself. Like, he's that aggressive. Anyway, um, they, they eventually trust him, and they're like, what choice do we have at this point? Because Aaron talks Rick into it, being like, hey, you know, you didn't trust me either, and here we are, and it's great. You ended up being wrong, so give this guy a chance. Let's see what it is. Maybe they got food. We don't have a whole lot. We're going to run out all the time. So Rick Michonne, Andrea, Glenn follow Jesus to a hilltop, to the hilltop, which is the name of their town or their community. Um, ends up that Carl snuck into the van with them, blah, blah, blah. They arrive there. Um, the guards have spears. It's kind of funny. They're like so excited to use their spears, but they can't. Jesus won't let them. Um, they go inside. They kind of take a little tour. And this is when Rick starts to talk to Gregory, who's the... I guess the guy in charge, I don't know what you want to call him. It's weird because everybody you meet after this has a title. Like, one guy's the the king, one guy's, I don't know, like the savior. He's like the, their deity, pretty much. But this guy, you just they reveal that he's just a leader. He's kind of an older guy, beard. Um, doesn't seem that threatening. Just kind of a wise dude. Like a Douglas who's alive. A white Douglas, if you will. Anyway, um... They these two guys arrive. It's um Wesley and Gregory or Wesley and Ethan, excuse me. Gregory's the guy in charge. The two guys in the wall who wanted to throw spears were Eduardo and Cal. In case they they're named is why I mention them. I always mention the name characters on here. Those are all your names. There's one more they introduce later. Um, Ethan is <clears throat> injured apparently, and then he goes. Gregory and Rick walk out there, and he's like, "What's wrong?" He's like, it's Negan. He said, I have to give you a message. And he's like, what's the message? And he stabs, he stabs Gregory. And he's like, I have to kill you so that um, Crystal will live. Whoever the fuck Crystal is. I didn't write her down because they don't introduce her character. I only write down names if there's a name and then there's a person there. If they mention a name, I don't write it down. Because they haven't introduced the character yet. They introduced the name. I, I, I'm about characters, okay? I'm like TNT or TBS, whichever one of them has character welcome. Characters, I think it's TBS, right? Um, I don't know. I really, I get those too confused. Who gives a shit? Anyway, um, <clears throat> let's see here. I'm trying to remember what happened there. Um, yeah, Rick. <clears throat> excuse me, Rick 
tackles him, shoots him, or not shoots him, but gets on the ground with a knife. Ethan's attacking him with a knife. Rick slices his throat with his own hand. In the in the uh, when you when you're a kid and you grab somebody's fist and your brother's fist and you hit him with his own fist and you go stop beating yourself, stop beating yourself. That's how he slices his throat. He takes his hand and slices his own throat. Brutal. In which case, if I was Ethan, I would probably just let go of the knife. He might have had a grip over his hand, though. I'm not, I can't remember, but yeah, real weird. Kind of a badass move, really, if you think about it. Um, yeah, he's dead. Everyone's pissed at him. Really weird. Um, they're all like, why'd you kill him? We could have, you know, he's a desperate man. And he's like, fucking, who's going to kill me? I don't I don't give a shit how desperate he was, how good of a man he was when he's got a knife to my throat. These people are assholes. Fucking assholes. They set up that Negan wanted him to kill, wanted Ethan to kill Gregory because he doesn't like him. And if he didn't kill him, he would kill, I guess, his wife or his girlfriend. It was Crystal. Anyway, so they set up Negan, but they don't introduce him, so I didn't write him down yet. Um, he runs the Saviors. He's the leader. They say he's like a god. They don't even know if he's a real man yet. And I guess the, the Saviors protect other camps, but they take half of what they have in, in order to do that, which is kind of brutal, and they don't like the deal. Um, Carl immediately suggests that they kill Negan, and if they did, what would that be worth? And Rick's like, yep, let's do that. And then they decide to do that. Um, they have a funeral for Ethan at the hilltop, and Samuel punches Rick in the face. What a badass. Samuel, some black dude, they don't go into his character at all. They mention his name, so I got to write the fuck down. Whatever. I hope he's important later. I, if I write down a name, I'm like, they better fucking show up later. They better have at least some more dialogue. I'm mad. If, I have to, if they die later, I have to remove them without anything happening with that character. I get a little mad, okay? I fucking get real irate. Not really. Um, Rick explains the plan to the group when he gets home. And Oh, no, 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 sorry, they weren't home. They were at the hilltop. He explains the group to the group who's there. Um, the Andrew and Michonne, and Carl already knows. Um, Glenn, right? No, Glenn didn't go. Whoever else went, I don't know. Fuck Christ, you know what I mean? Um, and then he revealed, like, they're all talking about how they all saw something different. Like, Michonne thought they were a threat, and Andrea's like, those people are sucked. Like, and he's like, you saw this, you saw this. We all saw something different. He's like, the reason I'm in charge is because I can see the future. I see more long-term. And I see a place, like, we can actually start living instead of just surviving day-to-day. And that's how the comic ends. So, like I said, a lot happens as far as, like, introducing characters and setting up. They're just, this one's here to set up a villain in Negan, and set up that there is other people out there in a community and they could all band together and survive and have a chance in a community. And be, if they got a big, big enough wall, they can actually like just have an, a real city pretty much. Because right now, it's like Land of the Dead. Remember that shitty movie with John Leguizamo and ugh, terrible? But it's, it's fun to watch somehow. I don't know why. There's a gas station attendant zombie who's a main character, and he's a zombie, and he does things. He learns. It's fucking stupid. Dennis Hopper's in it. It's one of his last movies, I think. It's bad. George Romero movie. Um, Anyway, they could do that. (laughs) Hopefully without the stupid fucking each other over scenes in that movie. Anyway, um... Yeah, that's... It's good. It's a good setup chapter. All it is is setup what happens in the next book. In the next hardcover book. Because... Nobody died, or Ethan died, that's it. They introduced Jesus, Eduardo, Cal, Gregory, Wesley, Ethan, Samuel, and Ethan's dead. 
So they introduce Jesus, who's a big character later on. Um, he's a nice character. I like him. Um, I don't know if he's the son of zombie God. I don't know. I haven't checked the facts yet. Uh, nobody's written the book yet. We'll find out centuries later. Anyway, good one. Not great. Kind of nothing much happens. Uh, but like I said, it's just set up. It's, but it's a lot of setup. So I'm, I'm saying, I'm not like recommending don't read it. I'm just saying, you know, don't expect anything. Obviously, you already read it. So, you know, too late. Anyway, um, yeah, that's the end of this one. So I'm Phoenix West. I will be Phoenix West until next time. Also, go to loadingonenland.com. Um, check out these shows there, guys. Buy a book. Um, you know, jerk off there. There's a lot of sexy stuff. Do your thing. I don't judge. Um, Facebook.com slash Loading Wonderland. Twitter, Instagram, LAW Podcast. And if you have a question, comment, advertisement, whatever, whatever you got to do, Loading Wonderland at gmail.com, guys. Um, appreciate it. We're on Twitter, or excuse me, we're on, I already said that. We're on iTunes, Stitcher, and YouTube. Share it with a friend. That's how we grow. That's how we get bigger, stronger, faster, wider, vainier. Until next time, I'm Phoenix West. So long, citizens.